Hey, what's up? Can you hear me? Hey, man, how you doing? I'm well. How about yourself? Good evening, Eric. Hey, man. Uh, welcome to the podcast, man. Uh, shoot, I can't. Uh, I can't hear you, bro. Okay, give me one sec. Can you hear me now? Yeah. But uh, uh, freaking. Uh, I'm waiting on one person to get back. We'll get on, man. He talking about his microphone or something is not working or something. He was talking about. Yeah, I'm having a couple little technical difficulties as well with my mic. I don't know what's going on, man. They done put that five out. He said my microphone access required a message she keep popping, but I'm like, see, a lot of microphones should automatically be on your phone. Yeah, I don't know. My yeah, mine, like I said, you know, you just said you couldn't hear me for some odd reason. Mine wasn't popping up in the corner where it's like a little red microphone. It wasn't popping up at all. Well, shoot, we'll run through this real quick, man. Um, I, um, cause I got, um, I got to run through, but, uh, but, uh, the first topic I wanted to hit on, man, was, uh, was, uh, ghost followers, man. You know, a lot of us have people, you know what I'm saying, that support you. Well, they follow you on all your social medias, keep up with everything you're doing in real life, but they really don't support you in reality. You know what I'm saying? They're waiting on you. They're waiting on you to fail. So, so we just, I just want to get your opinion on that. I know I had a couple instances like that, you know, had people following me as far as like on social media and stuff, but I knew from like people telling me that there's the people that mess with me like that. So I just uh, want to get your thinking on that. Okay. far as, uh, you said ghost followers, correct? Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to ghost followers, uh, you'd be surprised at what some people call a ghost follower. Uh, some people look at ghost followers as people that just pop up, you know, when it's your time and then they be gone, you know, when it's not your time. And then some people look at it as somebody that's just watching you until you get to where you're going and then they want to arise. So it all depends on how you're looking at it. But me personally, uh, ghost followers, I kind of like, I don't pay them no mind. I don't pay them no mind. I don't really... <laughs> I really actually kind of like ghost followers in all honesty because what happens is once you catch on to their true, you know, character, instead of you being upset or feeling some type of way or anything or, you know, treating them differently, what you do is you utilize that, that you know, that entity. You take that and turn it into an asset instead of it being a liability. Instead of you getting upset and getting all worked up, worried about, them only being around you because you know you made it to this type of success or you made it to this level of life that they were you know was just only waiting for anyway instead of you getting mad about that you just don't let them tag along when it's time to you know reap the, the benefits of what you what you sold so that's that's the best way i can put it about a ghost follower ghost followers really don't bother me because sometimes shit a ghost follower be the reason why you get to where you need to be because what they'll do is they try to ride your coattail so hard and be telling people about you and don't even really care about you like that, but they've been untold the wrong person, but that's actually the right person for you. And that'd be your biggest blessing. So ghost followers, man, I don't, I don't mind it because a ghost follower can actually turn into a true friend, a person that's 
following you and don't even really have good intentions for you usually don't know much about you and they just only want something from you but then sometimes they can realize that they can learn or get more from you other than just a financial gain or a name some of them might actually you know turn out to be good people so when it comes to ghost followers man it's chess life is always chess it ain't checkers so it's all about what you do next yeah man you have a lot of people man that's kind of like toxic behavior man because i don't like having negative stuff around me, you know what I'm saying? That's how I keep a peace of mind. People that know they don't like people, you know what I'm saying? And they choose to keep looking at this person on their social media every day, you know what I'm saying? That don't make sense to me. Because it's like, if you know you don't like this person, you know what I'm saying? upload something they're going to continue to get pissed off about it or getting their feelings about it you know what i'm saying why why keep looking at it you know what i'm saying yeah no i totally understand that excuse me i'm washing my hands my bad um yeah, man, that's uh, yeah, that pretty much sums up the ghost follower thing. So, how do you feel about how do you feel about separating yourself from your peers? You know, uh, separating yourself from your peers is kind of a tricky thing because I feel like that's that's almost like uh, as far as like um, experience in life. You know what I'm saying, like. The best teacher in life is 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 experience. So, you know, you have peer pressure from friends. You know that you, in reality, you know childhood friends that you really got deep love for. But you get to a certain point in your life where you realize y'all not going in the same direction, and you keep hanging around them is only, you know, what I'm saying bringing you down. It's not even like they're bad people. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. uh, it's just freaking. You know, them having a certain mindset and I want better from themselves and you can't make want somebody, you can't want somebody to be successful more than they want it for themselves. So True indeed. So I'll get your opinion on that. Okay. When it, um, when it comes to things like that, I look at it like um, distancing from your peers is Shit, I done did that a lot. <laughs> Anybody that know me pretty much know I done distanced myself from damn near almost all of my peers. Everybody that I went to school with, shit, talked to on a you know on a regular basis, kind of distanced myself from a lot of people. It's only so many people that I can actually say that's within my circle that I wouldn't mind calling or talking to on a frequent basis, whether it's via text or social media. As long as we talk throughout that week, that's cool with me. It doesn't bother me at all. Um, but as far as like distancing from my peers, I did that shit, man. You you gotta do that to grow sometimes. Like sometimes you might distance yourself for a while and turn around and be back cool with the person. Not that you necessarily wasn't cool with them. You know, when you separated from them, it's just that y'all wasn't seeing on the same plane. There wasn't no way for y'all to actually ride together. You know, you know how people say I'm ride with you, the wheels fall off. 
there was no way for y'all to ride for those wheels to keep turning for them to fall off. So since they've already fallen off and we're not mad at each other, we don't have no hate between each other. It's just that we have differences of the things that we're trying to accomplish. So it's a time that we separate. And when we do that separation, it should be a time where if I grow and you grow, we should be able to get cool again, whether it's in the same way we was cool before or in a different way. Because sometimes you might separate from somebody and get back to talking to them. And y'all might not even be friends the exact same way you guys used to be friends. Like y'all might used to hang out and chill and do all that. Y'all might hang out and just only talk about business. You get what I'm saying? So it, it, it's like a revolving cycle of, of how you train yourself for that separation. Because if you train yourself for that separation in a in an ill manner, then of course you have that hate, you angry, you mad, you you know you're a little reluctant to talk to them again, versus just separating and growing and then coming back to the you know to the table. Yeah, man, because you have some people, you know, they're getting their feelings about it, but once once they accomplish something and get some type of success in their life and they end up they end up saying what point of view that you had so it all works out true indeed so uh, this is the thing that I really wanted to talk about man the stigma of child support I know we could talk about this for days but <laughs> Because you got, I know some people, you know what I'm saying, they're pretty wealthy, you know. I've met a lot of people, you know, that uh, as far as me, my experiences in the military and stuff. But Correct. You got some people, you know, just depending on your success in life, you got to pay a bigger ticket than other people, you know. But on uh, child support, they just come with the territory. But you'll have women that think that that child support it's supposed to cover their living expenses as far as like they rent and stuff. And it's like, it's supposed to su- support the child, even though it go hand in hand, you know what I'm saying? As far as like, you want your kid to have someone to stay essentially, you know what I'm saying? But it shouldn't be one-sided where I like this child support. If you don't have this child support then y'all damn near homeless, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, I want to get your opinion on that because I feel like a lot of dudes get screwed over, man. You have people paying $1,000 a month for a kid, one kid and child support and don't even get a chance to see that kid. And I feel like it's catered to women, which I understand it <laughs> to a certain extent because, you know, women create lives, you know what I'm saying? So, But at the same time, men get messed over because I feel like it's not a better system to facilitate kids uh, seeing their fathers. And it's like toxic behavior based off certain females using that, oh, the dude don't want to be with them no more. So they'll put them on child support for no reason, even when when their dad was already supporting the kid. So, yeah, when it... uh... When it comes to like child support, uh, I really don't have too much of an intake on that for the simple fact of it's a systematic oppression for all black men. So you got to expect that. So my thing is this. 
as an individual, when you lay down and you, you know, say, all right, I'm going to have intercourse with this person. I'm going to have intercourse with this person, this person, this person. Now, boom, this person gets you pregnant or you impregnate this personnel. Now, at that point, I feel like it is a hundred percent, a hundred percent each person's responsibility. So if this one person is lacking that hundred percent, I don't think the other parents should off rip just look for the other parent because I don't think it worked like that when they both decided to lay down and have sex. Now, people can call me ignorant and say that's retarded and all that shit, but hey, look, if that shit didn't happen, you know, if that was consensual sex. I don't feel like it should be subjected to pay child support unless that person wants to pay child support. So that's why I say I'm the wrong nigga to ask about that because I feel like she she did the same shit he did. She laid down and had that damn baby. Why the fuck do she get to get all this and all this all these things and the man can't be around and she can get anything she need from the government but the man he gotta pay this and owe her this and owe her that. And like you said, it is it is a lot of men that, you know, shit, sometimes the women could be making a decent amount of money as well. And then boom, turn around and shit, it's the same shit, you know, vice versa. And now one's paying more than the other one's making. And shit, that person don't even have to work for real no more. They could just live off them, let alone, you know, adding in uh, you know, the job if they have a job. And they're securing a bag, quote unquote. So, uh, with that being said, man, I'm like probably like the wrong person to talk to about child support because I'm gonna hey. say in, I'm gonna say in that shit because she if she, if she didn't if, if that was consensual sex, shit, man, I feel like she should be able to afford that shit just like she afforded to get her ass wherever she was to have sex with that man to have that baby. And I'm not saying that because nothing special. Shit, I grew up in a single parent home. My mom ain't need shit for my dad. You know, so I, I put it up like that. That's why I'm like, child support, I'm the wrong motherfucker to ask. Because if, if, if the person is truly dependent upon themselves and not no one else, they ain't going to be worried about what the hell you doing. I feel like child support is made to make the man miser- miserable anyway. Because if you really wanted the child to be in the father's life, shit, why wouldn't they make it where it was a mandatory two to three weeks or something the kid had to spend with the damn father? Shit, that'll help both of the parents out. Instead of it being like, oh, you spend all your damn money. Nah, make it where if, if it's going to be a such thing as child support, child support should actually be child support. Supporting the fucking child. Excuse my language. Supporting the child. It shouldn't be no money that I'm just randomly sending to you for you to do whatever you feel like is suitable for the child. No. How about you just send the child to me? And I do all that. Or we make it a system where I'm only sending money and it's automatically going to clothes. It's automatically going to, you know, things that they need for school, pencil, you know, pencils and papers and book bags and, you know, agendas and stuff like that. So, nah, I'm probably the wrong person to talk to when it comes to child support, pimp. Yeah, uh, welcome, uh, Bun, on the call. Uh, He just jumped in. Uh, Vaughn, I want to get your opinion, man. Uh, we are already on a third topic, but we'll uh, switch back real quick. Uh, get your opinion on uh, separating yourself from your peers and uh, and the stigma of child support. So, so separating myself from my peers, do you mean like as far as uh, 
like job wise or or like like uh, just, uh, just uh, just in general like as far as like um uh, you know you have people you know you grew up with as far as your childhood friends and oh, y'all man. might not be going the same way in life they might they're not bad people essentially but you know as far as the more success you get in life you know you realize that you can't be around them as often as you once could when y'all was growing up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, that's a must. Like I hate to say it, uh, I, I love everybody, but every everybody can't go with me. You know, it, it, it sucks saying that, but with me being from the south side of Chicago, every time I go back to the crib, they doing the same shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I can't do that, man. I'm 19 years in the military, dog, and the last thing I need to do is get caught up chilling on the corner because such and such is still selling dope, selling weed, or you know what I'm saying, uh, whatever that person may be doing. So, as far as the separation, yeah, you know, I call you every now and then. I keep up with you on Facebook, but as far as continuing that lifestyle or even entertaining that lifestyle. I can't, I can't do that, man. I can't do that at all. And it, 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 it's, it's kind of uh, contradicting what I'm saying, but it's like, yo, you know, what I mean by you can't go with me on this journey, you can't. But I'll always come back and check on you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I up, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, what, what, uh, what you say? No, I was asking uh, what was next or if there was anything else. Um, you get your um, opinion on uh, ghost followers and the stigma of child support. Uh, ghost followers, uh, we were talking about it earlier, was uh, ghost followers as far as people that that keep up with you on social media, but they really don't have your best interest or support you. They're waiting on you to fail, but they keep up with everything that you're doing. Uh the, the young me would say, uh, let them watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, just let them watch. You know what I'm saying? Let them go ahead and be mad at my success and yada, yada, yada. But the older I get, man, I, I feel like it's not, I feel like it's not a, it's not good. It's not good for my aura. It's not good for my soul. Just knowing that that bad energy there. It's, it's still there, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, if I'm gonna be positive, if I'm not projecting positivity towards you and vice versa, then I really don't need You know what I'm saying? So uh, back in the day, man, I'd be like, yeah, man, let them motherfuckers watch me, do me, you know what I'm saying? Fuck this, yada, yada, yada. But now, nah, now, no, nah, Chief, you ain't got no business. Motherfucker, you don't support me. Get your ass on somewhere. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of funny how that works out, but you know, uh, that's just how life's work out. Sometimes, you know, you just have secret haters that you mm-hmm. don't even know that you have. You know what I'm saying? It just comes with the territory of what success you have in your uh, perspective uh, job field. Yeah. Yeah, man, and like it's it, there's no room for that, man. There's there's no room for it. Like it's 
it sounds so fucking cool to have those haters, man. Like, like what Cat Williams say? If you got five haters, you need ten. Fuck that. I don't need no goddamn haters, bro. I don't. Because eventually that hate is going to get projected, and I'm going to end up saying something stupid, doing something stupid, and now I've possibly lost everything. That's that's just the way I look at it, man. Yeah, so what's your opinion on the stigma of child support or how it works out for uh, both parents? It's not good. It's not good at all, man. Fucking, especially like in a black community, dude. Like, mm-hmm. fucking, it, it, it's already like black are already listening to fucking horrible music, watching horrible TV shows. Like, like everything in a black neighborhood is meant to break up a happy home. So now you give the woman money to stay away from the dad. That shit's hard, right. man. So as far as child support, like, yo, give it. Child support is needed. Yes, it's needed for that child. But at all costs, man, try to keep that family together. And the way the court system works, it's tailored towards the woman, bro. And... The only thing that shit does is like it, it, it's just temptation. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 now like, women, they're like, yo, I can keep my child, fucking get money for my child, shit, spend this money on my motherfucking hair, you know, my car, whatever. And then they still end up asking a dad for money. Mm-hmm. Because they're not doing the right thing with the child support. Mm-hmm. Um all three of my kids are with same woman. And me and my wife talk all the time. I'm saying that if we were to separate with me being in the military, uh, I, she, she wants me to keep the kids because she knows that the kids are used to living a certain way. And I'm just mm-hmm. I'm just blessed to have a woman like that, man. I know a lot of cats, bro. Man, they can't seem to do right with their baby mama, dog. I'm talking about it. Horrible. So as far as child support, if it's for the child, Yes. You know what I'm saying? If there was a... You know what, man? Fuck it. Fuck that. Yeah. If, the, if, if the kid needs something, you know, there's a, a certain amount of money that's a lot of... The dad has to go pick that shit up and deliver it. So that mm-hmm. way you make sure that, you know, that some food is there, clothes is there, and, and shit for the child is there. You know what I'm saying? A mom's job is not babysitting a child. You don't get paid to fucking babysit a child that's yours. Mm-hmm. So that child support should go to that child. Me personally, man, the 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 create I was thinking about this the other day. To be I, I like what you said as far as like, you know, delivering the stuff for what the kids need. But I was thinking if you gonna make the dad pay some type of support as far as financial, why why don't the states Make that money going to going to trust fund. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yes, sir. And and uh and have so so the kid to have something when they when they get eighteen. You know, you're not just stepping out here because you know, as far as what's going on in America, you know, we have in reality, man, we're not we're not going to get back what we lost as far as like what the white people took back from us. No. Nope. So we already so we already a step back as far as like our our ancestors, what they got took it back from and our, and our families not having um, 
being wealthy or having people that's successful. So everybody started from ground zero when they have kids. So I feel like with that, you can build up generational wealth in your family. You know what I'm saying? Where every kid that get born in your family, you know, if you paying, depending on the income or whatever that person do for a living, you paying five, $600 a month. You know what I'm saying? Over mm-hmm. 12 months for 18 years, bro. You're going you gonna to at least have 100000 in there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, by the time that kid graduates school, and if the kid wasn't a great student, you know what I'm saying? You use that money to pay for their college. You know what I'm saying? If they want to go to college or something or start, start their own business or something, if they got a passion or something, you know what I'm saying? That's dope. It could be yeah. But, like, being completely honest, I don't think – you need the court to tell you to do that. You know what I'm saying? If you want to do that for your child, you can do that. Uh, I think, just my opinion, I think that some kind of monthly uh, income does need to go to that child, not the mother. No, I think he was saying more so as a as a whole versus like taking child support out and implementing that as a uh, as a system versus you know having child oh, yeah, support yeah, 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 for yeah, the system yeah. instead. You know, so instead of a child support system, you have a trust fund system where it's like, well, we're going to put him on child support. He All the money is just going to go towards a trust fund and only part of it is going to go to the actual household. You get what I'm saying? I okay, think that's what okay. As long as something go to that household, man, I'm perfectly fine with it. Yeah. And that, honestly, dude, that's a, a brilliant fucking idea. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's crazy how that works out, man. I got a dude that pays like $700 for child support for two kids. He, he see his daughter, but his baby mom, he had to go get a lawyer. He had to go get his rights. The baby mama got a lawyer keep it, to try to prolong him from getting his rights, which, he, he's, which he's obligated to do. It was like real petty, you know what I'm saying? But it was like, damn, like, you know, she's in our feelings because he don't want to be with her no more. He got another girlfriend, and she she's using that trying to say he's a deadbeat dad when she only let him see his son uh, five times since he's been born. And the child's one years old, one and a half years old, you know what I'm saying? And and he uh, drive 18-wheeler, so he's gone during the week. So every weekend, you know, he be wanting his son for at least a day, and he can't even get that. So, you know, it's kind of messed up. That's tough. In some situations. That's super tough, man. Yep. But I'm, but uh, I'm definitely kind of like a Poppy Junior right here, bro. Like I really can't speak on that. I came in, I kind of heard it was Pop. Like I'm the wrong person to talk to about this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they'd be mad. <laughs> yeah, Pop's like he gonna go off. I mean, I'm the wrong person to talk to. Guy. I just ain't in that situation. I can't speak on that shit the way I want to because. They be like, the motherfuckers end up looking me up on Facebook like, who got your kids? What the fuck you talking about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the last topic I wanted to touch on, man, it was just kind of emotional topic right now is uh, police brutality before we get off here. You know, uh, you know, two, two and a half weeks ago, we had the George Floyd that, that, that struck everybody. And like I uh, said on my previous episode that I did, I touched on it a little bit. I was saying that, you know, out of the 26 years I've been living, man, I've never seen one event where one event happened 
and everybody got on the same page around the world. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's kind of crazy how that happened. You know, everybody started protesting, started looting, started doing all this crazy stuff. (laughs) So, 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 um, like I told people, um, the last time, you know, a lot of people not educated on their history as far as black people. I was telling people that black people really, if you think about it, it's probably between us and Native Americans as being the more wealthiest race. If you just out of out of all the races, you know what I'm saying? If you just compile all the history, because I was like, you know, we had Wall Street and they took that from us and they bombed it and killed all those millionaires mm-hmm. and there they had their own economy. So so I don't really feel sorry for all these multi-not million dollar companies being looted from when all they do is set them up in our community and they take from us, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like they ain't, they ain't uh, saying nothing about police brutality. They not down there protesting and then like that, but they making a big deal about people stealing out of there. When these people, these like billion dollar companies, you know what I'm saying? You steal $30,000 worth of shit out of there. That's a drop in the budget. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That ain't, that, that ain't, that ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I, so like with the whole police brutality thing, I don't know if y'all seen anything that uh happened in Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yesterday yeah. they 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 just fired those officers. Uh, today the mayor just did a press conference two hours ago. She just terminated those officers. Uh, today, but uh, I want to get y'all opinion on police brutality around the world. Uh, uh, Willis, you can go first. You know, and uh, uh Vaughn, you go after him, but uh. Just get your opinion on how y'all think uh, that can be improved. Because I was saying the other day, before I let you go, I was saying the other day that I feel like between the military and police brutality, like I was explaining to somebody when I was in a restaurant the other day, I was like, the reason the police brutality is the way it is is because you got people that grew up a certain way that's really weak you know they weak they're weak men so like if you was to challenge them in a street fight they will curl up they'll fold so they weak mentally so so like versus in the military you know you go through basic training they testing you mentally off the rip they're gonna see how you gonna how you gonna act under pressure that's why they do certain shit that they do and in in police academy all they doing is teaching you certain stuff you and you doing and you doing a lot of admin, you know what I'm saying? And you and you got to pass a physical test, but they not really testing them mentally and putting them in situations to see how they how they react. And police got a lot of authority because you know they don't have nobody breathing down their throat mm-hmm. when they out there patrolling. So you got a lot of authority. You could just take somebody's mm-hmm. freedom away, and you don't even know where their mental state at. You know what I'm saying? Or how yeah. they act under certain pressure and you know people grew up different ways so they got different opinions on how different races are as far as african-americans in general you know everybody think every african-american is just aggressive when all in reality most african-americans are cool and laid back you know what i'm saying i mean some of us don't been through some messed up stuff that have us on the defense but in reality you know if you treat us fair you ain't really got to worry about no african-american just popping off on you for no reason you know so I just want to get y'all opinion on that, you know. Uh, you, 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 you. As far as police brutality coming up, 
we ain't really see that too much where I'm from. Shit, we were terrorizing the police in Flint. <laughs> but uh, so moving down to the south, though, that's when I started to really see it and experience it before, you know, police beat you up, throw you on the hood of the car, hit you. You know what I'm saying? Want to tell your mama you failed or some shit. You know, you, you got it in the fight before they got to you. You know, stuff like that. Uh, how could we fix that, man? The only way we could fix it is to actually reform every program. You know, basically what they're trying to do now by defunding the po- um, police, that's a great start right there. That's a good stepping stone. Um, to go further, we need to start attacking these insurances. Uh, these insurers, we need to uh, start making them have higher qualities and standards, just the same way they do us when they give us insurance. Shit, you know, you, you got to be a certain age to get a cheap insurance. You got to wait till you turn 25 for your insurance to go down. Uh, you got to be, if, if you want it to be good while you're young, you got to be a straight A student. Think about all the stipulations they require us to have to actually obtain their services. Why in the hell the police don't go up to the same shit even further to an extent? Because at this point, it's not like they have, you know, you are, you know, just like driving, you kind of got somebody else's hands in your life. But at this point, they truly have your hands, your freedom, jurisdiction over your life. So why shouldn't they put to that same ex- extensive training, you know, far as, you know, the classes, the insurance, the way they're, you know, the way they carry themselves, just like in other countries, if you pay attention to how they actually protect and serve, you know, they actually will try to help you. You know, you get a flat tire, they help you. It didn't been a time I done had a flat tire and I was harassed. Like I had a flat tire and they harassed me like, Why, what are you doing right here? Why are you parking right I'm like, what the fuck? Are you blind? Like, do you not see that I got a flat tire right here? Well, yeah, I see you got a flat tire. How did you get the flat tire? Obviously, I hit something and knocked the motherfucker loose. Exactly. Like, damn. <laughs> Like what, what else, now? What else you want to know? You want to know? You want to know what I what what, what I put in the tire? Because I ain't putting on the tire. The tire just went flat. I'm trying to change my tire. If anything, shit, if you want me to move out of traffic, help me. And if you're not gonna help me, shut your ass up and get back in your car. You know, I record the whole thing because I, you know, I, I wanted them to know like that's not how you treat nobody. You, I pay you. You don't pay me. You know, we pay your tax dollar. We pay you by our tax dollars. So if I pay my damn taxes and you ride up on me and I'm in distress, that means I need help. And you come to me, you're not trying to be of service. I don't need you. I don't need you. Move. Leave. So at that point, um, the only way we truly can see a, 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 a reform in that is the people actually like taking time when they pick those people. Because shit, man, they, they picking people that done been fired before from the police. Is they picking up people that done been, you know, didn't even pass the full police academy. You know, they just had a homeboy that they was cool with that was a sergeant. So it's just shit like that that got to go. We got to get out. We got to weed out all the, it's the simplistic things. We look at the major picture like, oh, they got to stop shooting us. Well, shit, in order for them to stop shooting us, they got to know that they can't shoot us. They got to know that if they shoot us, that they're going to go to prison for the rest of their life. Or if they're not going to go to prison, they got to know that, shit, we liable to tear this motherfucker up. And if we ain't going to tear this bitch up, you liable to die too. They don't know that. They don't have that type of fear. They don't have that type of thought. They don't have that type of process of thinking at all. So how can you expect somebody like that? That's like giving that's like giving a thug a badge. What the hell you think he gonna do? He gonna beat up and terrorize everybody he been waiting to beat up and terrorize. Common sense. So that's, that's what the hell they did. Yeah. So you know, on that level, it's just like, man, it's just about everybody being able to come in together and sit down, bro. We gotta be able to sit down. I'm talking about everybody, not just the like the rich people or the middle class or the people that got money, like the homeless people need to be able to sit down. Like, I don't know where 
We need to find somewhere where it's big enough to where damn near half the world or everybody in the world could just listen. And, you know, on a TV show or something, somewhat, everybody need to tune in and be able to speak their piece. You know, everybody should get five minutes to say what they feel like should happen. Write it down. Then we should have a big old tally of some shit to where shit can start, you know, being cordial shit. Like, let's just be cordial. Like, can I just go pump my gas without getting harassed? Can I drive down the street? To go get me something to eat without getting pulled over, you know? Can I can I do the same thing that the white man did without getting beat up? Can I do the same thing that the white man did without getting shot and killed? You know, just shit. We just need to have a sit down, man. That's the only way I see it happen. Everybody sitting down, shit. Not them politicians. Everybody think it's a political thing. That voting shit. You know, people can call me ignorant all day, but that voting shit don't mean shit for real. Because at the end of the day, if them folks want to change some shit, they can change that shit up under our nose. We're not going to know until they put that shit out through the media. So, the world got to be involved, pimp. Yeah, you can go okay. ahead, uh, uh, Bon. Shit. I want to start off with the, uh, I believe that the, uh, the riots out there in Minneapolis had to happen. Yep. They had to burn down that fucking precinct. Because that sets a fucking tone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So now that that tone is set, these motherfuckers know that we're serious. Not just blacks, motherfucking whites, Hispanics was out there, Muslims. Mm-hmm. Motherfucking serious, bro. So if I was, say, the chief of police of the fucking world, I would make it to where. You don't have three strikes as an officer. You have two strikes. You're trained. If you don't want to do the, if you're scared to do the job, motherfucker, don't do it. Now to the two strike thing. You fuck up once. That's a fucking slap on the wrist. You fuck up twice, depending on what the defense is. Mm-hmm. Your ass is fucking going to jail. Especially like you know some shit like this. You know what I'm saying? Police officers kill a black person, and the first thing they do is. Well, but he was high. Well, mm-hmm. but he was white fucking five, six years ago. What does that have to do with what happened right now? You know what I'm saying? Black people are the only motherfuckers in the world that when we get killed, there's a, a butt to it. Mm-hmm. That, that's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? So guess what, Mr. Officer? Now that you just killed this human being, we're going to look into your fucking rap sheet and we're going to throw them fucking charges on top of this fucking murder. So I feel like you kill a, you kill somebody, you, you got to get jail time. Now, I, I'm not saying that, you know, like, you know, uh, cops don't have the right to fucking protect themselves. If I'm a cop and I'm fighting a motherfucker like you, Eric, you big as shit. <laughs> you ain't going to put your motherfucking hands on the area. I'm going to shoot you in the motherfucking leg. I'm not doing lots of you. And then, what's it? Cops to shoot the kill. Why don't y'all shoot the fucking man? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Fucking taking the life should be the last thing you want to do. You should, you should be, like, like, even in the army, bro, if I'm fucking down range somewhere, I got to shoot at the ground. I got to shoot at the ground again. I got to pop a motherfucking flare. Yeah. You can't kill just somebody. kill that, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, bro, motherfucking shoot at the leg. You know what I'm saying? Fucking anywhere below the waist. Do that first. That's how you stop a motherfucker from coming at you. 
Apparently, tasers ain't working. That's just not working. So, so I got yeah, a little rebuttal, pimp, if you don't mind. Ahead, I, I don't want to miss uh, what you just said. I want to touch on that. Uh, like you said, shoot them somewhere where they won't be hurt, right? So uh, mm -hmm. I don't know if you've seen it was a video back in like 2012 to 14, somewhere in that range. And they had a guy that had a gun and he was pointing it. And it was a white guy now. It was a, it was a European. He was pointing the gun at the police officer telling him he was going to shoot him. They had the snipers out. They was going to kill this man, just like they would have did any other, you know, Negro or Afrocentric male. They was going to oh, kill him, right? Shot. Guess what they did? Yeah. They shot his fucking gun. So you telling me if they got people out oh, there that's no. good enough to shoot the gun out his hand, <laughs> why they can't do that shit for us? You get what I'm saying? Exactly. My bad, bro. I didn't mean to cut you off. But no, you straight. I mean, flash, like, even in, nigga, shit. Even on top of that, when we get killed, we ain't got no fucking weapon on us. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and then the shit is recorded. How the fuck is the murder recorded and motherfuckers still gotta hold the right to show empathy until they see the man's rap sheet? You know what I mean? Like, bro. So honestly, like, yo, fucking, there needs to be longer than a fucking month fucking police academy. I believe, uh, I think some shit on Facebook, man, just said to become a dog barber or whatever the fuck, a dog groomer, you got to be in school for 14 months. To become a police officer, you got to be in school for eight months. Yep. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes it's quicker than that. Yep. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, this whole good old boy system, this shit got to get broken up. Mm -hmm. It's got to get broken up. Motherfucking dismantle that bitch, bro. Start over. Yes, sir. If you scared, if you scared to work in a fucking hood, don't apply to be a police officer in that fucking hood. Mm -hmm. Plain and simple, bro. Take your ass to the suburbs somewhere where you can motherfucking patrol. eat ice cream, and fucking patrol and shit at. Because guess <laughs> what? That, now, that, that goes back. That goes back to uh, being mentally evaluated. You know what I'm saying? That as part far as that part too. Hell yeah! I'm sorry, I'm gonna cut you off. Go ahead. No, no, no. That's all I wanted to say. That goes back to what you were saying as far as, like, you don't want to work in the hood. You know, you got to check people's mental state because, you know, everybody got these stigmas of what the hood is like. But the hood is just like anything else in life. It is. Most of the time, you know what I'm saying? If you don't mess with the hood, the hood ain't going to mess with you. Shit. You know and if you treat the hood right, shit, the hood be on your side, goddammit. You come Bro, in there, you, you do your job like you're supposed to, you'd be surprised at how many of them people in the hood they start to straighten up because of your demeanor. See, that's what we fail exactly. to realize. Sometimes you just carry off with such of a good vibe and you carry that shit over, it's going to get reciprocated into them people that you're taking care of every day. Because they know when they True. gone from home and they out of town, what they don't think people in the hood go out and go on vacation. If I live in the hood and I go on vacation, I know I don't want to go on vacation because now I have a 90%. Fuck a 85%. I have a 90% chance of getting robbed while I'm out of town. But if I know mm -hmm. my police officers care about me and they're going to patrol my hood, like they supposed to, but they don't because they're trying to terrorize just one part of the hood instead of patrolling the entire thing, then I wouldn't have nothing to worry about. So we do have communities like that too, though. Where I will say in certain parts of the hood where we have officers where, you know, they well known and, you know, and it's because of the line of duty that they do offer. So I'm not going to sit right here and say, we here to bash none of you officers. I don't want y'all, cause I just seen that one officer talking about some uh, in New York, saying people think he animals. I mean, you notice y'all are some animals. It wasn't one black person up there. So what the fuck is y'all mm. up there talking about for real? 
So obviously, and then New York City. <laughs> yeah, you in New York City, and there's so many Afrocentric people and yeah. and multiracial people there. You telling me that you just worried about you know the blue people looking like animals? Like, come on, bro. Yeah. That's what you're concerned about. Yeah, that's it. Because because now like like all, yeah, what? All of they fucking dirt is, is rising to the top, bro. Like. I'm saying that this shit's not all fucking flowers, fucking on the surface now, man. The fucking dirt is coming to the top, man. Can you imagine how bad police brutality would be if it wasn't for cell phones? Ooh, wait, think of what you mean. You how imagine? bad it would be? How bad it was before cell phones? Exactly. My exactly. Before Jesus. cell phones, exactly. it's so many people that we don't know about. Like, I ain't gonna lie, I've been noticing. Like, if we pay attention, and I know people probably tired of seeing that shit, but I'm glad people are doing it. A lot of old cases have been being brought up. Yeah, yeah. Where the I police, like that one where the boy was rolled up in that mat. How in the fuck do y'all gonna tell me this boy killed himself and put himself in the mat and took all his organs out? Stop playing with me. Like, how? Come on, man. How? Like, and, and, and then they just open and shut case. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, well, the reason why they open and shut is because them damn, them, off, them same damn officers... That that's crying about everybody looking like animals. Yeah, they don't. No, you don't want to look like an animal. That's why you want everybody to get off y'all ass. Because when they start mm-hmm. digging up the rest of this dirt and they see that you helped bury so many different murders and so many cases and you steer stuff wrong just for the likeness of your kind, then yeah, your ass might be behind bars and your ass ain't trying to do that because what's happening is it's starting to evolve. You know, it's a time and a place for everything. If you notice, um, it's a lot more Afrocentric and multiracial. People going into the top chain of the command, you know, we getting into those judges and those lawyers and yeah. not saying we didn't have them before, but it's getting a lot more. You're seeing a lot more of them, especially on high profile cases. That's a problem for them crackers. Come on, man. They scared. She still might got to be a little bit lenient because she worried about what's going to happen. Like you seen what happened to that one judge. They killed her after she represented that one high profile case, that Muslim judge. They yeah, that was back in uh, in uh, New York, wasn't it? I, if I'm not mistaken, I don't want to, uh, you know, give out no wrong information, but I just know it happened, and they threw her in the river. Shit. Yeah, they threw her in the river. They threw her in New York. I remember that. Yes, sir. That shit. Yeah. So right there, that shows you what happens when we when we lack the unit the unity the unicism behind that type of power. Like she was supposed to have 10, 10 interns up under her that are Afrocentric. Not because it's the cool thing to do, but be, because she can have somebody that got her back. So now when she's going to go do that big old fight, like that was the problem. That was the difference between uh, uh, Martin Luther and MLK. Martin Luther was uh, he was more so peaceful with it. You know, he wasn't he wasn't scary, but he was more peaceful with it. Malcolm X wasn't as peaceful. He was peaceful and respectful, but he would fight force with force if he had to. Now, yeah, the main thing that really separates them is is when the lady was trying to tell Malcolm that the nation was fooling him, the, Malcolm didn't want to believe him because he had that much faith behind the, the uh, you know what I'm saying, behind the nation. So that led him to depict his own picture of what the nation was doing for him. But really, they got him all the way up to the top of that chain to get out that agenda, and then they killed him. And that was a brainwash for us, too. And a lot of people, I don't mm-hmm. even know if we're ready for that discussion just yet. Like, just how they use each, you know, they use so many different, you know, quote-unquote big theories uh, to brainwash us and put us in a stance of not wanting to do the things that we're doing now. That's why I won't speak out on the protesters, because I don't feel like they're wrong, and I'm not going to say they're right. 
because I believe what Martin Luther had to say and I believe what Malcolm had to say. So, you know, you fighting two different battles, you know, so you thinking about the people that did get beat by a police officer and nobody knew or nobody did nothing or they didn't get any money or they didn't get apologized publicly. Yeah, yeah, they probably the one. That's probably the first person that kicked in the door and was looting some shit. Why wouldn't he? The police beat his ass last year and ain't nobody said nothing about it. Ain't nobody even apologized to the man. So he still had that resentment. Yes, sir, I'm listening. I think a huge problem with this is black people have no leadership. Yes, sir. I, I don't want to sound like I'm fucking coming down, but like we don't have a, a like you said, a Malcolm or a Martin anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, oh. that ain't gonna be it. Shit, they the That's reason they it. dead. Shit, they the reason yeah. I say this right now. They are partially the reason they dead. Because if I'm not mistaken, one of the people told I think Al Sharpton or one of them back in the day, like something was gonna happen to Malcolm. And instead of him going to make sure that was the main priority to what you want to know something crazy? You want to know something crazy though? Y'all gotta uh y'all gotta look at that uh it's it's a series on Netflix with Malcolm X. Uh they show they show how he got killed. It's a dude that knew Malcolm X and he was in the church when he got killed. And he and, and he and he uh and he digged up all the police reports and everything. But uh, they just put out that Al Sharpton is uh, uh, he was an informant to the FBI. That's why I just said what I said. <laughs> just, I, 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 they just they just put it out. I've been new though, homie. I'm trying to tell you this. That's one thing that I can honestly say. You ask them to anybody that really doesn't have deep. Like I said, it's a lot of shit that I don't say. People ain't ready for. And the only reason, the only reason they put it out. The only reason they put it out, he put it out, was because everything that he was dealing with as far as being an informant, all the cases are officially yeah. closed now. Duh. So we can talk a lot of people about forget it. this. If it's not, if it's not rape, capital murder, and it's like one more other or two more other crimes, I think it's like five at the most. Those are the only ones that can be reopened at any time. Bro, if it's any other case, after eight to ten years, bro, it is closed. You can get it sealed. It's so much shit that they don't tell us. And why would they tell us that? Because if they tell us that we can, we can, we have the the ability to capacitate on the same levels as them. They don't want that shit. Yep. They don't want they that. Don't. So they, in order they for them to, they want to keep us dumb. Yeah, in order for them to keep that like that, they have to keep doing shit like having Al Sharpton show up for the NAACP, having shit like the NAACP and not the Black Panthers. The reason why they shut the uh, the, uh, the Black Panthers down and let the NAACP work is because the NAACP was doing whatever the fuck the white man said. The white man said, well, y'all can't yeah. do this much, so y'all can only have 5,000 people. The NAACP was like, yes, master. That was that was, that was was a coon. Yes, yep. master. The, 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 the motherfucking Black Panthers, they was like, fuck that. Bitch, we'll pull up with our guns, and if y'all motherfuckers shoot, we shooting back. Exactly. That and was that's the difference. What, the thing is now... Do. Motherfuckers is scared, and, and and bro, this is why I haven't got too far involved in this because I had a lot of people like, bro, you know a lot. You usually you speak out. Da, 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 why you not? Doing? I said because I said I don't want to get killed for nothing. I said because what's gonna happen is if I get to talking how I'm talking now and go all the way into depth with it, they're gonna come for me. And the thing is, how do I know y'all really for me? Y'all probably not even for me for real. Y'all just follow me because I'm giving y'all information and I'm telling y'all something good. And if it makes sense, then of course you're going to follow us. So that's the bad part about it anyway. You're not even going to take the damn time to go do the damn research. And that's mm-hmm. how I knew Al Sharpton was 
uh, informant. I've been knew that. I knew about all that, bro. That's why I never, I didn't care. Man, people used to talk about NWACP, man. I don't give a fuck about them. Fuck them. They ain't did shit for me, and they ain't going to do shit for me. And the only way they're going to do some shit for me is if it's going to benefit them. I promise you that. I bet you ain't looking up that motherfucking case where I'm sorry y'all got me like this right now, G, but it ain't nowhere, no case that you're going to go find that the NAACP handle and them motherfuckers ain't reap shit. I'm talking about did it for free. Free. They can say they did it for free, and I bet you you can find the fine print and you're going to find fucking receipts that they got some type of money. 33 and a third. Every attorney received that, right? We all know that. So you don't think they got that for rep- representing some of the people that got all them millions of dollars and got out of all that trouble? Them motherfuckers got some money. They got something. Or they wouldn't have had their ass out there. Because why in the fuck they went out there for George Floyd talking about some, it's going to cause too much stuff and we can get sued. Well, take your ass out there and get sued. So you worried about some money? So the money is more important than this man's life that was just lost? Right there, show me that I don't need to fuck with the NAACP, homie. I don't need that That's shit. Exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. On the homies, man. On the dead homies. That's why I don't. That's why, I like, that's why when it comes to that, 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 that being all the way at the top and being a speaker and all that, I'm like, yeah, bro, I would love to do that, bro. I know that I could, I had the potential to do that, Malcolm X. I had that potential to do that, MLK. Not because of all the information I have, but because of the fan base that I can get to follow me. But the thing is, though, they only gonna be following me because of the other people that's following me. They're gonna be like, well, damn, he got a thousand followers. So, shit, we could be another, we could be a thousand and one. People are only doing shit for popularity right now. I don't want no popularity. I want y'all to know that if you come out here uh, following the same agenda that I'm going with, your ass can die. And that was the difference between all the people that was with MLK and that was with Malcolm X. Those people weren't really with him. They was only with him because, like, uh, they were ghost followers, like you said. I'm glad we talked about that. Look how God worked. They was ghost followers. Shit, that's all they was. They was with that man because everything looked good and shit was going good for him. But as soon as he started saying shit that can get him killed, them motherfuckers, all them, all them Negroes shut their motherfucking mouth. They got quiet. They got scared. That million, that, that, that million man march, they keep saying it was a million people. It wasn't no fucking million people. How I know? Because I know somebody that marched in and they told me they marched down Selma. And it was, it was a lot of people. They said it was thousands of people, but it wasn't a million people like it was supposed to be. Want to know why? Because we let the we let the white man jug us and bring that damn syrup to the city, and they was handing out cases of syrup, and they said people were sitting on the porch. They thought they was you know ongoing for the parade. These motherfuckers nodding off all the, off the damn drugs. Come on, man. They've been they've been fucking suppressing us and oppressing us for the longest. Facts. Facts. I'm just tapping in. Yeah. Who, who is this? It's Dre Yeah, yeah, Dre Mo. What's up? This Andre. Dre. This this my good brother. How you doing? I, I I didn't know he was gonna join. I'm glad he joined. How you doing? Oh yeah. Doing? What's up, Dre? Yeah, I'm a little late. I just want to let y'all know. I just tapped in. I didn't want to be behind on, on the convo. Yeah, man. Uh, I look at uh, we were just talking about police brutality, man. But uh, but I look at the whole thing as uh. You know, when uh, when Malcolm X got killed, man, you could look. Uh, I found that out with the documentary, man. They had a whole rap sheet of how many patrols ran every day in that church, and uh, at a certain time, and 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 it's crazy how the day he get killed, so another patrols there at, at that at that time window, so. The police department is just like a mini government, for real. Yep. 
attention. Everybody's getting paid off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you probably got some police officers, you know what I'm saying? When they get higher rank, they probably yeah, they bro. probably whole millionaires out here just all <laughs> in the right place at the right time, and they don't got money over the table, and they just working, just keep working just, you know what I'm saying, to just keep a certain reputation, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I put it on front street. It's a whole motherfucking game, bro. It is. It's, it's, look, the uh, the police, man, the police ain't shit, but part of the Freemasons, part of the Illuminati, part of all, basically all those societies, it's all parts of that following under the government's food chain. That's all that shit is. They all together. KKK, all that shit, those Nazis. Because if you pay attention, you, at every precinct, you can find at least one of the, the other four or five that I just named. I promise you that. You know, or a biker club or something like that. And I'm not saying all biker clubs and motorcycle clubs are just, you know, obsolete because we have some that actually do great and do great for the greater good. But we talking about them skinheads, them rednecks, them ones that when they see a, a, a black male, they see a threat. They see a problem. They see they, they, they're scared. Somebody that that, that 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 won't look at you as an equal. They'll take you as a lesser just because you don't have the same complexion as them, which is the dumbest shit you can ever hear of. You know, so um, with that being said, the police, man. Just like when we, just like when we as Afrocentric uh, Hispanics um, and Europeans too, when we set up a gang, what we do? We go and get somebody from damn near every little part of the, you know, our little hood. So if he over here, we know we got, like you said, you got Eric, Eric big as hell. We gonna put Cuz with us because we know Cuz gonna go crazy. Then you, you, you strategic. You can plan it out. You patient. You listen. You know when it's your time. Boom, we gonna put you in it. That's the same shit that the white men do. But the only thing is, they doing it to to uh, extinct us, or terminate us. That's the only difference. You get what I'm yep. saying? So, uh, y'all are both more than correct when y'all say it's a gang shit. If anything, they're one of the shit, the biggest gangs in America. Shit, it's it's Crips, Bloods, and the police. What you mean? And vice lords and, and all the rest of that. You know, you know, you y'all get my drift. That's exactly what it is. They just they just exactly like that. any other gangster. You get what I'm saying? Because if you get the beating shit out of one of them, what the fuck happened? Another one come. You fuck both of them up, what happened? Some more of them come. You fuck them up, who got them backed up? A bigger gang, the fucking military. And them niggas coming to your crib. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? We can't go pull up at their house. We can go pull up at the precinct. Man, man, listen, that's why I said I'm, I'm, I'm proud of the protesters, and I'm not proud of them. Because if I was the one organizing it, Shit, man, man, listen, bro. We'd we'd have been, we'd have got some reformations by now. <laughs> They'd have been there, gave us forty acres and a goddamn meal. Cause you know what they'd have been said? Then my this little motherfucker right here, he got this shit to where every time we fuck up, they tearing our ass up. We either, exactly. We they either tearing our ass up when we ain't making no money, or they tearing this motherfucker up and all our shit getting towed up. Cause that's the same shit they did to us when we was in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We weren't fucking with them. We was making our own goddamn money. We was trying to throw off our damn self. What them bitches do? They came there and trying to bomb and kill all of us. And, 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 and locked up, what, 6,000 motherfuckers? For what? What did y'all, what did y'all do that for? For being successful. That's the dumbest shit. You tell us you don't want us to be ghetto. You don't want them to be a nigga. You don't want them to be a nigger. Da, 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 all this and this and this and that. You don't want them to be saggy pants. But you get this nigga one option. Well, what the fuck you want them to do? That's why I say, man, like... Like all of this shit is fucking state run. You know what I'm saying? Like they say state run 
state-ran radio, state-ran television. All of it is, bro. Like, l- listen to the music that we got, bro. Like, we be up Fucking Chance the Rapper, Kanye, Common, shit like that. That's just not on the radio, dog. No. Motherfucking shoot him up, bang bang shit. Yes, sir. Like, like, like they don't they don't want anything positive. They don't want us to have that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's fucking retarded. It's like you say, you gonna tell me that there's not a such thing as fucking fucking uh systematic racism when y'all want us in jail. When we try to when we try to do right, you fucking bomb us. Right. You know what I'm saying? We try to do right to bomb us and you put us in and you take away anything impossible. You take away our father. You just talked about that shit. Yeah. Yep. On the motherfucking radio, shoot them up, bang, bang. Got that television. We got blackish. I love fucking blackish. My kids love blackish. I'm saying we ain't got no Cosby show. We ain't got Martin or Fresh Prince or shit like that. We got blackish and a bunch of motherfucking women throwing drinks in each other's faces on goddamn reality TV. That's it. And, and, and that's the shit that our fucking kids is growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, uh, uh, Dre, uh, get you to chime in real quick. Uh, what's your opinion on the police brutality? I've been a part, of, I've been affected by brutality. I'm skyrocketing yep. from brutality from years ago, you know, but uh, my, my, my take on it, I feel like, you know, like, like, like PJ said, you know, for us to, uh, be keep, keep going through this, and I, and I've been, been, uh, been coming across some money here and there, so. I've been feeling like, you know, how, how, and I'm not saying that we should go to uh, violence, but I'm saying like, you know, Al-Qaeda, for example, when they go to war or any time they need something, they call over there, they get $20,000 and they buy a bunch of guns. Us as a, uh, a nation that's black people, once, once, once stuff hit the fan and we, we like, you know, we can't, we can't depend on our government. Us as the people, we don't, we don't say, you know, let's all, all us as black people get, get guns and mediate between us and we start our own government because because we are the people so for us we, we can start our own uh, you know what I'm saying uniform you know what I'm saying police so, so, so it ain't gonna be them we can be a sovereign citizens ourselves so I, I believe that like he said we, we should get our 40 acres in the field for sure and I feel like police brutality type of like off of Mexico, they, they hung up they they KKK they uh they pick it they, they uh you know what I'm saying? They they pointed hugs and they, they they trade them in for 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 them them dogs and for for them blue suits now. So now they they just it's the same. They doing their same game, but they just change how they look and they just using that as a, basically a uniform to, to kill us. Systematic like genocide. And then they you know what I'm saying? They killing us. And then like how they putting all everything on TV. You know what I'm saying? The, uh, for the genocide, like like I just shoot them up, bang bang. That's that's a part of them. They paying the same people who like Ti, for example. They they paying the same people like Ti who talking about shoot them up, bang bang. to say crime stoppers and getting paid by the same people to keep them out of jail just because of the crime he committed. Mm-hmm. So like it, it, yeah yeah. You brought up Ti man, and, and that that made me think about something, bro. Like Ti to uh, record, you know, real political shit. You know what I'm saying? Some real political shit. Before he was uh, on his on his political stuff, man. You you see, he was on the radio all the goddamn time. You can't find a motherfucking Ti track on the radio unless it's from motherfucking 2012, 2014, or some shit. 
Yeah. They ain't they ain't trying to hear motherfucking the new TI no more. That shit ain't cool. And that's the shit that I don't fucking like. I get inside my car, I play my motherfucking music, throw my motherfucking Bluetooth on, and goddamn play me some fucking 90s hip hop on oh, fucking Pandora or some shit. Oh no. Oh, you're right, dude. Oh, hey, hey, what's up? Hey. Hey, y'all, y'all, y'all still there? Yeah, I'm still here, G. Yeah, um, try to get uh Willis back on here before we, uh, before we uh before we uh get off of here. He said the government he said the government is powerful, they kicked him off the call. <laughs> Just like that. Ain't that some shit? Ain't that some shit? <laughs> I tried to I was trying to get him back on here, but uh but yeah man, uh before I get off here, I just wanna make this last point. Uh freaking um it's the reason why black people don't have leaders now is that, you know, we are, everybody don't got used to the little privilege that we do have as far as like, you know, being able to, you know, enjoy life and stuff like that. But when stuff hit the fan, you know, when the time that everybody needs to stand together, everybody's still stuck in their own little fantasy worlds, you know, don't nobody want to get yeah. out there. And do no dirty work. Everybody's still worried about not being able to go to the club. Stuff that really don't even matter. You know what I'm saying? Or not being able to go to their favorite restaurant or something like that. So it's like mm-hmm. so it's like little stuff like that that you know it's kind of hard to put in people mental states. But I mean, if they want to go out here and be small minded and live their life like that, you know what I'm saying? That's on them. But you know, it's just sad that you have to um, have a national tragedy. How um, how Floyd got killed to happen for people to even pause what they're doing in their lives. You know what I'm saying? So it's uh, it's gonna take that one person, you know, to have courage to step up. How MLK did and them back in the day, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like everybody that does something now, not saying everybody, but it's probably about it's probably about ten percent that does it a hundred percent authentic, but everybody has an agenda or try to get something yeah. out of it. So it's kinda hard to put somebody in that position because uh all those people that was forced because of their circumstance. Mm-hmm. Cause you know they really didn't have a choice. You know that was, you know, uh, Marlon King's very smart individual. You know he got PhD and all that before, before thirty years old. You know what I'm saying? So him being as smart as, as in them days was unheard of, and you know uh, segregation was way big back then. So it's kind of like he got forced in that position, and I feel like uh, most leaders. Are uh, are born to a certain extent, but they're built from their uh, from experiences that they experience in life. So if you've got mm-hmm. a certain level of adversity that throws you a certain path in life, 
you know, I feel like that next MLK and Malcolm X will come. It's only a matter of time. I feel the same way, man. I was just telling my cousin, man, fucking somebody's coming. You know what I'm saying? Somebody's definitely coming. And I feel like they're going to be the perfect mix, the perfect mix of Martin and Malcolm. You know what I'm saying? I could be as nice as I want or I could let these motherfucking hounds out. You let me know the fucking direction that you want to take this conversation to. And that's the kind of leader that we need. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know what's up with, uh, with Willis. They not they not let him get back on here. I don't sent it to him. I saw I sent them uh, I sent it to both his social medias, but he's saying they ain't letting him get on here. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, I appreciate you uh, you getting on here, uh, Dre. Uh, next time, man. Uh, I'm probably gonna do another episode, probably uh, probably Monday or tomorrow. Uh, so uh, you can get Willis your number to get to me, so I send a link to you next time, or we can just do it the same way we did it this time. I usually go live around uh, nine o'clock uh, Eastern time. I try to stay on here for about an hour and we just talk about stuff. Uh, sometimes talk about serious stuff or, you know, we just uh, kick the stuff. Well, you know, I like to uh, get people opinions on certain stuff that people don't like to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Good, healthy conversation. And uh, I feel like uh, in our, in our, especially in our race, we don't have enough of that. You know, you, you have somebody have a disagreement about something which is supposed to happen. You know what I'm saying? You you're not gonna agree with everything somebody do, and they end up mm-hmm. they end up escalating to to something that it wasn't even supposed to be to. It's just a simple conversation. You know what I'm saying? So I just like having good, healthy conversations, debates almost, and all oh, we all get to the same common ground. Okay, let me know. I'm here, bro. I'm here. Yeah, I try to do about uh. I'm saying I'm gonna start doing three episodes a week, so uh, or more if I just get more topics if I feel like I want to talk about something. So, you know, but yeah, I appreciate y'all coming on, man. Uh, give a, a special shout out to uh, Anchor for uh, distributing this podcast, and uh, this podcast will be on uh, Spotify in the next couple hours. So you can go back and uh, listen to it. But uh, y'all can look up Eric J. The Great podcast on Spotify. I already got six episodes on there. You can go back and look at uh, all the other ones that I did. I know my best performing one right now is my uh, Fake Friends episode. That's the one I got the most play, uh, plays on. But all of them doing all of them doing pretty good, though. But that's the high performing one right now. That's episode four, but all of them doing pretty good now. So, okay, shit, I'm in there, bro. I'm in there. Okay, then y'all, uh, y'all have a good night, man. I appreciate y'all for coming on. You too, man. Okay.